There's a lovely song called Alive by Mara Carlyle that opens with the lines, I'm surprised by the sun every day I wake up. I'm surprised by waking up. Mara's voice swings from woozy to perky as she sings, mimicking the change from slumber to consciousness. What's cute about the lyric is that it reenacts the childlike wonder of waking up, the wonder that the world is still there, that the person waking still exists. Even for grown-ups, waking after too little sleep, or with a hangover, or beside the wrong lover, or following a series of troubled dreams, there is a moment, just before the jaundice or despair reloads, when simply to be awake again and still alive is an amazing surprise. Why is that? Why, even though we do it every single day, can waking up still surprise us? Is it precisely because, until that moment you were sleeping, and therefore not alert enough to be able to predict that you were about to wake up? If that is so, then technically speaking, waking up can't not be a surprise, because right before it, you are, by definition, asleep. So, even though waking up might be the most foreseeable event in our lives, as dependable as the sun rising in the morning, we never actually see it coming. Predictable and unpredictable, in equal measure, waking up is a paradox, a kink in the straight logic of things, which is just one of the reasons why it's worth thinking about. In fact, as ordinary as it seems, waking up is one of the profoundest actions we can take. It may sound odd to say that there is a philosophy of waking up, but in a way, the whole of philosophy is about nothing else. For hundreds of years, philosophy has concerned itself with questions of consciousness, and being conscious, obviously enough, implies being awake. It's true that at the end of the 19th century, we begin to get full-blown philosophies of unconsciousness. That's what psychoanalysis is all about. But far and away, the dominant trend in philosophy has been to focus on conscious phenomena, on waking life, what it is to think, to feel, to know, to believe, to sense, to perceive, to act, to choose, to like, to love, to do good, and to do evil. Activities that all belong to the realm of waking rather than sleeping. So there you are. You're awake. You may not be a morning person, but if you're awake, at least you're conscious. Or are you? How do you know you're not still asleep? How do you know you're not dreaming being awake? How do you know that everything around you, including yourself, is not an illusion, a trick played on you by some malevolent sprite? This, of course, has become one of the most famous philosophical questions of all, and the most famous philosophical answer to it came in the 1630s from René Descartes, a Frenchman who lived most of his life in the Netherlands. Like most philosophers confronted with a perplexing world, Descartes wanted to establish some certainties, and his conceit was to do so by turning philosophy on its head. Rather than starting with a hypothesis, or a set of assumptions, or a first principle, or a scientific law, he committed to start with nothing, and to take nothing for granted. He would doubt absolutely everything, on a sort of guilty-until-proven-innocent basis, and see where it led him. Applying this sceptical method, Descartes arrived imperturbably at the realization that he could doubt everything except the fact that he was doubting. What's more, if he was doubting, he had to be thinking. 
he then realized that only something that exists can think. How can something be thought without someone to do the thinking? Descartes was inching towards a discovery. Putting two and two together, he concluded that if you think, you must exist. For even if you think you're dead, the fact that you think you're dead means you're alive, because thinking implies existing.